So, it's the next episode. <laughs> yeah. What is with the laugh? <laughs> I don't know. Why do you do it every time? I don't know. It's because uh, I get awkward. Has it become your routine now? It's my awkward routine. Okay. So, what is it today? Do you actually know this time instead of like last time? Well, you didn't know. I almost changed it then, but no, I think I know. Well, you know you have to tell me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, special interests? Special interests? Mm. Is that not similar to the obsessive thoughts? No. Okay. So, what do you mean by special well, interests? Because obviously... Um, it's quite a common trait for people with Asperger's to have certain special interests. Yeah. And I think we both have them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of people with Asperger's do have special interests to, I suppose, like, the extreme. Um... I don't think either of us are extreme. No, no, but, um, I mean... Yeah, why? What's your what's your why? So why this? What is it? Your one? What's made you think about this? I don't know. It's just in my head as something to talk about. Do you not want to? Talk about yeah, of course you can. I just it's just <laughs> an interesting one to to go for because obviously you pick them. I don't know how you pick them. I know you had them. You had a list of them saved on your phone, and then yeah. I mean, now I've just got different ones in my head. Like there were two others that I was gonna potentially do today. Yeah. Well, don't tell me what they are, just in case you were. Uh, Obviously, I don't want to know what they are. Um, but yeah, special interests. But special interests are, I don't know, because like, I try and figure out why people... So I think normal, well, NT people do have special interests because it's down to them liking something because of the way it makes them feel. So yeah. you know, like people that like like sports or... Um, I, don't think of like other, I can't think of regular people's special interests now. Hobbies and that. Like, I don't feel like I have hobbies... Yeah, I don't have any hobbies. You know, when people say to me, so like ages ago, and like, because I still don't know what kind of job I want to do now. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do with like my life in general. Yeah. Um, every time I've spoken to like a careers advisor or a therapist or someone like that, they've always gone, um, so what, what are your interests or what are your um, hobbies or what do you like to do in your spare time? And I tend to be like, nothing. I like yeah. to do nothing in my spare time. And I don't have hobbies. But for me, for hobbies, it's always like someone in a garage, you know, whittling something out of wood is what I see a hobby as. Or like stamp collecting or something like yeah, that. So like... I stare always like, well, that's not me. And I think special interests, like when people put like on their CV hobbies and interests, I think special interests is something that's completely different. It's almost like an obsession, your yeah. special interest. It's not really a um it's not really a special interest in the same of someone goes, Oh, I'm quite keen on bird watching, you know? Like yeah. if I was a bird watcher and my bird watching was my special interest, for someone with Asperger's, like I'd have birds everywhere. I'd have bird pictures, bird books, I'd be out constantly looking at birds. And every time I was like at work or doing something and a bird came past the window I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go check something outside and then be out there and be like, what is it? What kind of bird is it? And I think that's like not normal. Um, but that is that is how it works. I think it becomes more than just a, a special interest to, to me, to you, uh, in that sense. Like, 
Um, I suppose it's probably better to give an example of one so you can, you can, what's your, what's your, one of your special interests? Well, when we first were talking about, um, like traits of Asperger's just in general, and we were having like a general chat, I said to you that I don't have any special interests. Yeah. And you said that I do. Yeah. And you told me that like, cause I'm obsessed with like food and yeah nutrition and weird things like that and then like I got thinking about it and we realized that that is a massive one for me yeah in that um like I read about it all the time I watch YouTube videos on it all the time basically all of my spare time is spent doing something with regards to that yeah thinking about it reading about it and I know that if you get into a conversation with me about it I tend to not shut up and it's one of the things that like it kind of worried me to an extent when we were talking because I thought like I don't really talk about much else I mean I do but like it it's one of the things that I talk about a lot and I was worried that you would be like oh my god like you need to stop talking about this now um I think well, I don't notice, if I'm honest. Like, with you, if I did notice, I'd know why you were doing it. But with with other people, say I met someone that was NT and they kept talking about the same thing over and over again, it wouldn't occur to me that that's what they were doing. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I could talk to the same person about the same thing day in, day out, like, for ages on end, because it will just become the routine of when I interact with that person, this is what we talk about. So it wouldn't, nothing in me would be like, um, this person talks about this a lot. <laughs> like, it doesn't happen. What I do is I just think, this is what we talk about. This is all we ever talk about. And there's people I work with that our conversations are always about the same thing. Yeah. Um, and it actually gets handy if you know someone's interest or uh, what they're into. Because then, remember like when I said I blend in yeah. and appear normal if you know someone's special interest you can start the conversation with uh i don't know i mean say they're into music yeah but, i mean obviously it's into music but say they're into a, like a type specific of music. type yeah. like they were really into like indie bands of the 90s you know like yeah. that was their like thing that you knew about them um because they've worn like um like an oasis t-shirt a couple of times and you realize that about them when they yeah. talk They've never been able to maintain a long conversation with that person until they you bring it up by accident and they don't shut up about it. I wouldn't think, like, oh, shut up with the talking. I'd just be like, uh, every time I saw them and there's an awkward silence and I felt like that weird tension between me and them, I'd go, so, yeah, do you remember when Blur did, like, this song? And then it looks like that, like, I'm good at being social. And, yeah. But, like, so well, with you, like, you you do what you do, sorry, but... Uh, why, why is Alexa talking? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, with you, like, I wouldn't have noticed. I wouldn't have noticed you'd done it. But I suppose once we started saying that um, I was convinced that you've got Asperger's and obviously you're still waiting on whether you do or don't. So I know sometimes when we talk about it in the episodes where I say to you, like, you've got Asperger's, I know you're a little bit like, because you haven't got the official, the official document yet, you're a little bit yeah. like unsure about it but there's loads of stuff like about you that would say you definitely do I mean if you listen to any of these episodes back and listen to some of the things you've said like like you have some like proper um, I would say yeah definite and yeah your special interests are the same but once I thought that you were on the spectrum once I thought you had Asperger's and that 
I probably am more likely to notice that you talk about the same thing over and over again, but I'm yeah. also very understanding in knowing that that's what you want to do. And also you've got to remember that like when you're talking to someone with Asperger's and you're talking about their special interests and you drop out of that conversation too early, the person you're talking to that's the, well, the Asperger's person you're talking to, they will definitely get the conversation back about the thing that they want to talk about. Yeah. And you probably find, and I don't know if you've noticed this, but I don't know if you noticed this before I told you that you're autistic or before, but have you ever noticed that you will talk about the thing you want to talk about at great lengths and all the time and you aren't really paying attention to the person you're talking to to see if they're actually listening anymore? And sometimes they're not. Sometimes they just turn away and try not to listen but you just end up standing next to them and continually talking at them as opposed to having a conversation with them because you're not done talking about it. It's one of the... Because obviously you show signs of Asperger's as a child and I can't really remember... Like I know my mum said to me that she's always thought I was on the spectrum, but I couldn't really think of like maybe why that was. Like I can't... But that's one of the things I definitely remember is being younger and people laughing at me, like my parents or my sisters, kind of laughing at me when I was talking and then just going, do you ever shut up? And like, I remember that happening a lot. And I think it was always if I was talking about something, because when I was younger, I had more, um, like I got really into like learning about the planets at one point. And then I like would chop and change and learn about like history and different, so I had different ones when I was younger, and I think since I've got older, it's sort of manifested into like this one. And there's other like little ones, but that's the one that's like constant. Like, and I, I can't, I don't think I can ever get enough of it. Like, but I think, um, I think it's interesting because obviously, for girls that are on the spectrum, usually their special interest isn't something that you notice so what I from everything like all the research I've done because girls with Asperger's usually their special interest will like manifest itself in a way of being like makeup or fashion or things that are just considered girly girly and normal whereas it tends to be a bit more obscure with men um Hmm. not always but no that makes sense yeah which is one of the things that and like from what I've read that can do to be with women try and fit in more and that just might then become their special interest. But I think one of the things I've noticed about you with your whole being able to blend in and stuff is I see that you do that with people at work. So I can see you at work, start a conversation with someone about a topic that you know. So like there's a guy we work with that really likes films and like older films. And I can see you will bring up that with him. Um, Same with like certain games and certain people that like those games, you'll talk about that and certain music like you said whereas I think like that's the interesting thing about you because I know that I don't talk to anyone about at work about anything but work so I don't do like friendly chats unless someone brings up something that's my thing yeah so I'll be silent and won't talk to them yeah I mean I know I I mean yeah you you, when you first started like you're you were the quiet one yeah Uh, you didn't talk a few people had told me like, we still haven't spoken to her yet. I don't know what she's like. You didn't speak to me for ages in. Um, I think the only way me and you got talking was our store manager said, oh, Nikki, like, you're vegan. And I was like, yeah. And she's like, so Scarlett. And then that, that was like a thing where, but even then, like, 
I just kind of went, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, like it wasn't that, wasn't that big a deal. But then I think that's what got us talking initially is yeah. that we both were that. And then we had a, a, I suppose, I mean, I wouldn't really class that as a special interest, but it was like common ground in that sense. Yeah. But like, I think that's the reason why I am good at talking to people about their interests, because look what was happening with you. Like you weren't talking or saying anything to anyone. Yeah. So like all everyone was talking about was how quiet you were and how you <laughs> didn't talk to anybody. Whereas no one at work really ever talked about me in that way or anything like that. Because I'll always go out of my way to say, oh, how's this and how's that? And the thing is, is like films and computer games to some extent are or would have been a special interest of mine at some point. Films, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I dip in and out of that one. And games, not so much anymore, but like I used to be a big gamer. Yeah. So that's easy for me to talk to you about that kind of stuff because at some point I was interested in it. And because like of my memory and my like ability to retain information. Yeah. Even if I've lost all interest in that particular subject, the things I learned at the time when it was my obsessive like interest are still there. Yeah. So I can just have those conversations with people. Say someone's into like something that I know nothing about, football, for example. Yeah. Um, there's like I think of at least three members of staff at work that are big football fans. Yeah. And the three of them will sometimes when they're on together have a football chat. Uh I just stay all well away from yeah. that. Um but like I think that's the difference is I've learned to talk to people about their interests because, um, like I said, it attracts attention to you and I'm not for that. But when someone has an especial interest that's the same as my one at the time, then I do find it very distracting because the second I start talking about it, uh, it won't matter where I am or yeah. if I'm supposed to be somewhere or if I'm supposed to do something, I won't shut up about it. Yeah. And I'll be constantly talking and talking and talking about it. Um, and it's, it's a weird one. Cause like when you don't finish saying to so say, you know, all the things you want to cover <laughs> yeah. and I know what you mean. the conversation has to stop. Yeah. Like you feel this genuine, like, um, thing in you that gets like agitated yeah. and like almost anxious because you need to finish. And you kind of, you speed up what you're saying and you just end up like just shouting a load of words because you just want to get everything, yeah, every fact. Say I'm talking to someone about work about something and it's one of the things I want to talk about and I've been talking about it for a while and then say something comes up that I have to do that requires me not to talk to them. Say it's been like 20 minutes, half an hour. When I come back in contact with the person, I will literally pick up where we were like, and just be like, and also, like, <laughs> and just start going there because there was this thing but the whole time I was off doing that thing for 20 minutes... I was just like really like not focusing on what I was doing and just thinking, oh, but I didn't mention that. What about that? And the thing I could be not mentioning is um, like, say, because I've got a big thing for like Zelda games. Yeah. It could be like, oh, did you know that this character in Zelda like is actually from one of the previous games? <laughs> and like, that's why she's really old now, because she was really young in the other one. And it's the same one. It's not like a different variation. But I didn't say that during that conversation. So I'm off for 20 minutes <laughs> talking to someone else about something else. But in my mind, I'm just like, the old woman. What about the old woman? I never said the old woman. Like, I need to talk about the old woman. Someone needs to know. And then when you get back, like, you're like really like hyped up. And you're just like, and another thing, you know, if you go to this village and there's an old woman and it's like, she's saying, just like, and it's like proper, like, yeah. whatever. And then once you've said it, you're just like, ah, oh. <laughs> I've done it now. It's out. Great. Relief. Yeah, and I don't think um, NT people have 
interests to that extent. Yeah, I I think the problem with mine, like this is sort this is sort of special interest and sort of just the way I interact with people in general. But with me, someone can see me, and I, like this is a problem with people that I meet for like the first time as well. Other than the fact I'm not very good at meeting people. You can see me, if I get onto a conversation with someone about a special interest, I'll be really into it and I'll be really chatty. But as soon as you start talking to me about something that doesn't interest me, I just won't, like, I'll I'll walk off, I'll zone out. I won't maintain that conversation. So say someone sees me talk to someone else about, like, I don't know, food, nutrition, that sort of thing, and I'm really into it. If they then try and talk to me about something different, they'll just get a completely different side to me that's just uninterested, not listening to what they say. And I think that makes them think that it's like them, whereas what it actually is is just the topic. Yeah, well, I think it's like it could be a level of... Um, I mean, I think that's why people with Asperger's are, can be seen as selfish. Yeah. Because there is that aspect of I want to talk at you and I want to talk about all the things I want to talk about. But then when they're like, oh, um, so... I know, like, that's good. Now let me talk about some things I'm interested in. You kind of just go, now I'm done, see you later. Like, because yeah. you've done it now. Um, and, yeah, it's just, it's, it's, it's just the way it is. Um, you don't mean to do it either. No. Um, because I think for, for most people that interact and like their social interactions, they like to have that back and forth with someone. Like, they yeah. like to have that conversation. Whereas I feel, um, like I'm still not a hundred percent. Like I've always said that Asperger's, um, or from what I understand about what it actually is, is there's a part of your brain that doesn't work properly. Yeah. Someone explained it to me once and I listened to them explain it to me, but I've never really looked it up properly. But as far as I know, it fires off when you interact with someone, there's like a thing that fires off from your brain to get feedback from the person you're talking to. And then it comes back and tells you what that is. Like, so like this person's into this, they like yeah. this, they like that. But with Asperger's, apparently the thing fires off to find out what's going on with the person you're talking to, but then just never comes back to you and you just don't know what's happening. And I think that might be down to why that happens with the conversations, because when people talk normally, they talk about their interest and then the other person talks about their interest and then there's the back and forth. You learn something about them. Yeah. They learn something about you. If they talk about something that you didn't know you were interested in, but the way they're talking about it is fine. And then there's that like, this is fun. I like talking to this person. I've enjoyed this conversation. Whereas I think for Asperger's, we're just doing the whole, this is what I'm into. I like this. What about this? And they're saying stuff. And even if what they're saying is a reply to the thing that you're interested in, I feel like you're not really listening to what they're saying anyway. You're just thinking about what you're going to say next. Yeah, yeah, and because your obsession with this particular interest or topic has been all, like, encompassing anyway, and you already know everything about it, nine times out of ten, the thing they tell you is something you're already yeah. aware of. So you listen to it, but not because you're listening to it and, like, interested. You're listening to it because you're just like, yeah, I know that. <laughs> and then, like, you move on to the next part of the conversation. But because you're getting no feedback from that person as you're, like, talking to them and nothing's coming back to your brain to go, they've enjoyed this, let's talk about something else. You just talk and talk and talk until you've got to the point where you've said everything you want to say and then there's that bit where the person you're talking to was enjoying it and wants to, like, involve, but you, you have no idea, so you just think, well, I've said everything now, so uh, bye, yeah. and you just sort of disappear. Whereas I think with 
NT people, they don't do that. It's weird to have a one-sided conversation. In fact, you hear people all the time that are neurotypical complain that they were like, oh, you know, like you always like, how was your date with someone? And you see like two regular people talking about their date. How was it? Oh, it was just one-sided conversation. Like <laughs> I, I kept trying, like, but they weren't having any of it. Like they just, you know I mean, like I kept saying stuff about myself. I kept saying this, you know, and that I asked something and like nothing happened. Yeah. Um, and it's seen as a bad thing. Whereas I was just like, that sounds, that sounds like a normal conversation to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what it yeah. Is. <laughs> yeah. Um, as you said, like, you don't think you really notice. <clears throat> I've definitely found that. Like, I've said to you before that with my ex-boyfriend, the amount of things he would be having a full conversation with me about, but then the next day, if he said anything, I wouldn't have... I didn't... I wasn't listening. I was thinking about something else. And, like, he'd get really annoyed at me for it, but I never really understood what had happened because I just naturally would zone out and I wouldn't think anything of it, like, this is rude or this is... I just wouldn't pay attention, and that's, like, fine with me. I never thought that that was a weird thing to do. Yeah, so what, they, <laughs> he's talking, and it looks like you're listening, but you're not listening. Yeah. I think, with me, I kind of do the opposite. So when someone's talking that I don't want to, that I don't, whatever they're talking about is of no interest to me, if I don't know them, and if we're not well, like, established as, like, our relationship with each other yeah. so if it's just like an acquaintance or someone i've met a few times i don't listen i just kind of look like i'm listening and then my brain is doing something else like i think i said in a previous episode when i said i used to try and pay attention in uni lectures yeah and i couldn't no matter how hard i tried to concentrate uh, I couldn't. And when I'm, like, close to someone, um, because I can't look them in the eye when I talk to them, yeah. I start looking at other facial features. Uh, and the trouble is, is I spend too long looking at other facial features that I forget that they're talking. <laughs> and I stop listening to what they're saying. And then, you know, they always do that thing at the end where they just go, so, yeah, and what do you think about that? And you just have to be like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. And then you just give, like, a vague... <laughs> vague answer and you can't just say yes you know like people just go yeah or no i like to give slightly elaborate answers because then it sounds like i was listening i just be like yeah that's true but like not everybody believes that like i used to but not so much anymore and then like to see what happened and they go yeah that's a good point and you're like ah oh, nice <laughs> um, but if it's someone i do know or have known for a long time girlfriends family that kind of thing I just don't talk. So, like, when they're talking, like, my answers are quite short. Yeah. So they say something and I just go, yeah. And then just go completely silent. And so they're silent. And so, because I know that with neurotypical people, like, prolonged silence is uncomfortable. is uncomfortable for them. Yeah. Like, people with Asperger's can do it all the time. They can just go long periods of time with no chat. Yeah. But when you're talking to someone about something that you're not interested in... um, and I know them, I let them know that I don't want to talk to them about it um, because it's something that I don't want to talk about. And I found that when it's not something you're interested in and something that's not an interest, that conversation is a chore. Like, yeah. Or if they catch me at the wrong point. So um, I was going to talk about in a second like how the interest changes as well. But like, yeah. say it's something you're really interested in um, and you've been interested about it for ages and it's something that you were well into. But then the person that knows that about you starts that conversation with you after it's passed and after you're not interested anymore 
it, it seems really annoying that they've asked you. Yeah. Like, they go, so, yeah, anyway, like, um, running. And <laughs> you're done talking about running. And running was, like, last month's interest. <laughs> you tend to just be like, yeah, what about it? Like, because it's, it's, it's gone. Like, do you know what I mean? And, like, for me, when someone's talking about something that I don't want to talk about or that I've lost interest in, um, and I know them, I'm very, like, I don't want to say rude, but I just tend to go, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, and then <laughs> if they stop talking and expect me to then do the, oh, and also this, I just stay quiet for ages, like, for as long as possible, so they know that I don't want to talk about it. That's funny. Um, but that's only with people I know. I, don't, I can't do it with people I don't know. I mean, if I did, then I don't know. I think that would make me... I think because of the way I have to, like, appear in public. Yeah, you can't. I think that's why I don't do that to people that don't know me, because then that's the impression I'm leaving is... Uh, well, I don't know what impression that leaves. I just know it's not a good not a good one. Um, so just doing the pretending like I'm listening is better. So I think that's where... Yeah, I think that's where we're opposite. If I if it's someone I don't know, then I'll just walk off. Like... I, I do it all the time. If someone's talking to me and I don't really know them and I don't care what they're talking about, I'll just walk off like mid conversation. It doesn't matter what they're saying. I will just turn around and just walk away. Whereas if it's someone I know, I tend to do the pretending to be listening. And yeah, I mean, it's a weird one. Cause like, if you think about what we're saying, what we're saying is we're just mega rude. And so <laughs> if the thing would, if they don't want to talk about what we want to talk about, but I, I do genuinely believe it's because of the, the feedback thing, like interactions between people in general is is a weird one for me like because people like to talk to each other yeah they like to have conversations and catch up and talk about the things they're into and their interests and hobbies and that kind of thing and it's an enjoyable like thing for both people but for me i feel like talking to people about that kind of stuff is not necessary yeah and say like i didn't know anyone or see anyone like that wouldn't be like damn i need to talk about my special interests out loud to someone I just do the thing where I sit about at home thinking about it all the time and yeah. uh, looking at it or doing it if it's like a, a task or something. The conversation only happens because I think um, when you go to work or when you go out, that's that's what you do. Like, if I'm honest, I don't start conversations with anyone anyway. So yeah. when I go to work, I've noticed it before that sometimes I'll go to work, start my shift and if nobody talks, like sometimes when I start work in the morning, so first thing in the morning... And I'm the first person in. Yeah. Um, a lot of people that turn up for work because it's relatively early in the morning, uh, they're too tired to have a conversation at that point. Like yeah. They just woke up, they're drinking coffee, whatever. Um, and I, I found that like 20 minutes to half an hour can go with nobody saying anything to anyone. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, and I don't talk to people. And if nobody that I was around started a conversation with me, I wouldn't talk to them. Um... It's different with me and you, um, because obviously we're both in that same mentality of if nobody talks, no one does it. But I found that I tend to start conversations between the two of us. Yeah, um, I don't I don't like uh I don't like saying hello when I get to work. It's a weird thing I have. Like I wait for someone to say hello to me. Yeah. But um I don't understand where the special interests come from for no. Asperger's. Like I don't because I feel like they must be uh, they must be like fueling something because yeah. obviously you've said that you've got the ones that are your main ones, which yeah. it sounds like for you, the food thing has been something of yours for years Yeah, and you do have ones that are the one that you always have. Um, and then you have the fleeting ones that are your special interest or obsession, 
for a few months and you're all about that yeah. and that's the thing you're into and it's all about that and then you just wake up one day and you're done with it yeah and all the stuff you had like i know some people that have got asperger's um i know uh, a guy who's got asperger's that like he gets special interest of stuff so example um skylanders so you know the oh, yeah, yeah. skylander figures uh he was into them for months like we're talking like five six months of him having to own every one of them like he had to have all of them uh from each game even like some mega rare ones from like japan that you couldn't get over here that he spent like 60 quid per figure on and spent loads of money on them and got them all and then just one day he sold them (laughs) like all of them just one job lot on ebay gone because he woke up one day and just looked at them and just thought they're just bits of colored plastic why have i been doing this (laughs) and it was over but up until then he was just like oh do you know you can get this one of it and there's this see-through green one that's worth like 80 pounds and then there's this guy who's made out of actual metal like and it was his thing and then it just wasn't his thing and it's it's a good topic to talk about i think because there's loads of people that have asperger's that that have that i've had that where i've like i've got to get all these or i have to have all of them and now i've started doing this you know like that's it for me i'm gonna have to get them all and then People will be like, oh, where's all your uh, whatever gone? And I'm like, it's gone. Like, it's, <laughs> it's not there anymore. Like, I had it with Lego for a bit. I had Lego everywhere. And, like, there's a massive bucket in my wardrobe. Yeah, you have got a huge bucket. Of Lego. Lego. Like, the little... They used to sell these, like, minifigures. Well, they still do. That come out in each series. And they do, like, 16 figures per series. And it's each series, like, every sort of six months. Yeah. Uh, and it's, like, £3 for one figure. Uh, and, like, you it's a mystery it's a mystery in the bag, which I hate. Like, yeah. I hate not knowing. Like, for some people, it's the fun of it. But, like, for me, no fun. <laughs> uh, my my ex-girlfriend, like, she was really good at feeling the bags and feeling who was in what <laughs> bag based on whatever. So, like, if one was wearing, like, a pointy hat, she'd be feeling for, like, a pointy hat. If one's in, like, a hot dog costume, she was feeling for a hot dog shape, like, thing. And I used to make her feel the bags. Like, I'd be in there and be like, right, I don't have these three. These are the three I want. Get feeling. And she'd be like feeling all the bags on the wall. Um, we went to a bit Smith's and they don't keep theirs out in public. It's behind the counter. So we used to have to ask the one behind the counter to put the box over the counter. And she used to have to go through each ones and then like, which one is it? Which one is it? And then if I got it home and opened it and she was wrong in the one that it was, I was like, oh, oh I've got this one. That's annoying. Like, uh, that's a shame. But it didn't matter. Like, I didn't get too upset because I made her do all this like ridiculous stuff in the store. And like, I was just giving them to people that were kind of collecting them too, but didn't have that one. I was like, here you go, I have that one. Um, and I needed to have like a complete set each time they came out. But then when I moved from Emily's flat uh, to my flat, yeah, I put them all in like a big container. Yeah. And I haven't looked at them since. I <laughs> forgot that I was doing it. They've released two new seasons since then. And I walked past them in, um, I think you were with me. I walked past them in Sainsbury's. Sainsbury's yeah. They were there. And I was like, oh, there was a guy that looks like a cactus. Yeah. And I was like, he's quite cool. And I almost started feeling yeah, you did. the packages, like some weird muscle memory of the times when I did it. And then I was like, what am I doing? Like put it away. And like, I've moved on from that. But like the Lego one went on for a while and I had like the big Lego sets and like all these sets and like yeah. all that everywhere. Uh, and now I don't even, I don't even think about like Lego anymore. But, well, I was, yeah. was going to ask you what are your ones? Cause like, I mean, we spoke about one of mine, but you've got a few. Yeah. You think I've got a few? Yeah. Which ones do you think I've got? Uh, politics. Yeah. Like yeah. if you get onto a conversation with you, like when we went for a walk the other day, and politics comes up, 
that was it for like the rest of the walk, which I really enjoyed because I found it really interesting. But there was a part of me that thought like, <clears throat> if this was someone else that wasn't finding this interesting, it would just be a case of you were just talking. Like I, I really enjoyed it. And I like listening to you talk about it because I like hearing how how into it you are and how much you know. Yeah, yeah. I know I mean, it's I've always not... been massively um, political and, yeah, I do follow politics Yeah, quite a lot and I do have, like, a my own massive opinion on, like, politics in general. Yeah. Um, but I do follow both both sides, like, both left and right. Yeah. And, uh, like, I follow them probably just as much as each other. I have one that I'm obviously a preference to and think is the right side of that. But uh, there's, I still pay attention to the, both sides because I'm interested in seeing their point of view just so I can be like, that's this is why they're wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, six, yeah. yeah. I'm just interested to see if you actually... Because I don't really say mine that out loud to people. So I'm just interested if, like, from your interactions with me, how much I actually go on about stuff so that you can pick up what my actual interests are. So, yeah, politics is... is politics is, like, the main one that I would say I've noticed. Yeah. I guess horror. Yeah. Like, would definitely be a special interest of yours. Yeah, I mean, I do watch... Well, I did watch. I haven't watched a horror film in forever. I can't remember the last time I actually watched a horror film or what it was. Well, but we watched Halloween. That might be it, I think, since I've started been showing you, like, the films. But that doesn't stop me from collecting horror stuff. Like, yeah. I have lots of horror memorabilia and, like... Yeah, you do. Uh, that kind of thing. It's everywhere. Like, I have a whole bookshelf full of just figures and... Um, oh, I don't even know what, what the hell's on that thing. Figures, posters, books. Uh, I have massive canvases on my walls in my flat. They're yeah. all of horror films. Most things I buy are horror related and I think I was explaining this the other day that as a child I was into all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I um, mean you've shown me like because at the moment you're collecting toys from your childhood Yeah, and you, like all the toys you've shown me have all been quite uh, quite horror yeah. related I suppose. Yeah like I'm getting I, it's because I had a weird flashback of a toy I had as a child and I was like I remember that toy so I've been starting to like scowl ebay for them which i think yeah it might be my thing at the moment is buying toys i remember having when i was a kid yeah um and yeah horror is definitely one um but that's that's a weird one because i think i know where that started i remember watching a horror film when i was really young like seven i remember watching like a, quite a hard like heavy going horror film for someone of my age like i can't believe it there was a couple. I think it might have been Nightmare on Elm Street. I think it was... That's what you said to me. Well, I was on telly. It was Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th, and they were back-to-back, -back, so I watched both. Um, and then since then, like, and that... I don't want to say, like, had an emotional response in me, but I felt something towards those movies. And normally when I watch films, like, it was more, like I said before, research into emotions and how people interact and, yeah. like, what personality I should give myself. But when I watched the horror, there was something there. wasn't scared. Like, I've never been... Uh, I've never been like scared by a movie. I've never had nightmares from a movie. Yeah. I mean, I don't have nightmares in general, so like I don't get them from like horror films. But there was something there, and then I noticed that I wanted to watch more horror films. Um, we used to go to like fairgrounds, and there'd be like the ghost train, and I'd be interested by like the way they painted it, and like if they painted like Dracula and zombies and that kind of thing <laughs> all over it, and the cars would look like monster faces and that kind of thing. And I just find the whole thing aesthetically, like, pleasing to look at. Yeah. Um, and horror designs and scary stuff in general, I like the way it looks. I still now see stuff and think, that's cool. 
Yeah. Um, and it's the way, like, if I'm going to pick something, I will pick the thing that's the scary looking. Word. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. That's why I've got the horror canvases on my wall, because I like looking at horror designs. Like, yeah. I have tattoos that are horror related. Um, which, for a lot of people, it makes you think, they think, like, you're some sort of weirdo or... I don't know, that kind of thing. But it, it's more for me, like, it's just, it, there's something calming about watching a horror film. Uh, Emily noticed this, uh, like, my previous girlfriend once when, like, I was having a bad day and having a meltdown. She just whacked a horror film on and sat me in, like, a chair and I was fine. Like, <laughs> um, and yeah, there's something, like, soothing about that. So that's definitely been a long-term one, like, since when I was seven anyway. To, yeah. Uh, like, I'm 33 now, so that's a long time. And the political one, uh, I kind of got into that when I was like 16. Um, I remember someone telling me to watch Question Time because the leader of the BNP was on it and it was the first time he'd ever been allowed to talk publicly on TV. <laughs> so everybody at college was watching it and I think we were told to watch it for a unit. And I just got into it from yeah. watching this one episode and then for an I was watching Question Time constantly. Um, yeah, so yeah, I've got those two. That's definite two. Any others that I... Apparently put about. No, what are the others that you would say you have? I think all the other ones are fleeting. Yeah. Um, exercise, I've always been big on exercise. I mean, I cycle everywhere, but that's more down to the fact that I will not use public transport. I will not get on a bus yeah. with strangers. I'll get on a train, but only if it's the carriage that's dead. Uh, and cycling for me is the best mode of transport to get around on. But then obviously I work out. I cycle. Yeah. So exercise has always been one, but I think that's been, that's more of a recent one. That's in the last sort of three, four years, that's been something I think about. But I can't decide whether or not that's a special interest or it's just been part of my daily routine. I know the days where I forget to do it or don't have time to do it, like I'm probably not going to be able to do it today apart from my cycle. Yeah. Uh, and I might freak out a little bit and I'm just like, oh, you know, what should I I should have yeah. done that. But I don't know if that's a special interest. Maybe just the, the horror and politics. With you, all I can think is food. And that's it. Your, most of yours are aimed around food, nutrition. Yeah. Uh, you're always trying to buy, like, you bought the water distiller. You had the... the <laughs> I bought every kitchen appliance. juicer. And you've had, like, that. And you've, like, I've just read that this does this. And... I know about this doing that, and I'm like at the moment you're trying to get more fermented food into your regular <laughs> diet because that's your thing at the moment. Yeah. You do change what you're doing. Like if I go about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, fermented food was not the thing you were wanting. I'm trying to think what it is that you kept going on about was the thing that you needed to start doing. Um, there was one thing where you were trying to drink. I remember you were trying to do juices. So you had your blender and you were trying to make all your lunches, liquid lunches. Mm -hmm. And then there was the juicer, which you were trying to do a ginger shot every now and then. And then you went through a stage of wanting to have as much turmeric as possible. Yeah, I had a lot um, of turmeric. But I haven't seen turmeric in a while go into anything around here. Uh, and then there was, you went through a stage of liking different types of teas because they all had different like... Properties. Yeah. Yeah. So you just do that. At the moment, it's the fermented thing. I noticed that you're like miso souping all the time. <laughs> And, but yeah. I feel like that's just because you have the one special interest and then everything else comes around that. And obviously you run, um, but you've always ran. And I don't know if that's a special interest for you or like you said, it's I, just more of a sensory thing. That's like a, a sensory thing, but I think I go through stages of it being more of a special interest. So I have books on running that 
there'll be a good few months where I'll read about it, I'll watch videos on it. Like barefoot running, obviously, like the whole that came about as a special interest for me because I was reading books on why Kenyans run so fast and is it because they run barefoot and like that kind of thing. I think um, another sort of special interest of mine would be um, humanity as a whole. So I have a weird thing about uh, like where we are as a race and what we're naturally meant to be like and what we would have been like before like technology existed before we became the yeah. society we are and like i know i've gone on to you about like you living did. like an ape and yeah you did the other day and you were talking about how ai is taking over yeah which like i don't have like the mental conspiracy theories of like i won't have a telephone a mobile phone or like you know i've got like a tv like i'm not well i mean you've got a um, an echo so. yeah so I've, I've got like all the things it's not that i am anti-technology or anything but yeah i do have a weird thing about like how to be the most natural and like i went through a stage of only eating my floor if i was like in a squat position because that's how we would have done it way back when and like weird things like that yeah but, um but you've always done that kind of thing you're all about the natural way of the human body. Yeah. Um, so I think that's... I don't know if that's... Yeah, that's definitely one for you. And you've uh, you've always done it since... I mean, I mean, to be fair, me and you only got to know each other since November. So yeah, so it's only been like six months. But I would say that about you. Um, that that's definitely something that's been an ongoing theme with you is your need to find how the human body's supposed to work. And the thing is, though, is I think like everybody... Everybody does this, so everybody has um, everybody has special interests that they do. I can think of a couple of just people that we work with, and like my own members of my family that have things that's their their thing that you always know about them. It's how it's good to like when you've got to buy anything for their birthday or Christmas or that kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. I don't feel like this is something that's just unique to 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 us. I just feel like that. Like I've said before, some stuff both people on the spectrum and people not on it do, but it's just people on the spectrum do it with a more of an intensity than uh, those aren't on it. You know, like for them, it's something that they like to do in their spare time, but equally they can separate themselves from it like when they need to. So like, yeah, they know that's what they're really into and it's what they want to do when they say get home from work or it's what they want to do at the weekends or on the day off, but they also know that it has a time and a place to be thought about. Whereas I think for us, it's if it's, that's the new one, especially if it's new, especially if it's a spe special interest that you've just discovered that you're into, like the first few days of that, it is all you think about. Like sometimes some of the ones I've had have like stopped me from sleeping properly. Yeah, well, I think, like, a lot of things that we've said in general on this podcast are things that NT people will have. Yeah. So, like, obsessive thoughts. Like, that's not exclusive to Asperger's. I just think for normal people or for NT people, they'll think, yeah, but I do that. But it won't be to the same extent. And I think that's the same thing with special interests. So, as much as someone else might really enjoy something, like, for me, nutrition... If I come home, I don't, like, I don't watch TV. I only watch TV when we're together. So I don't sit there and watch TV. I sit there and watch videos on this thing. Or I don't read, like, casual books. I read books on this thing. And 
it's just what I do. Like it's um Yeah, I mean you're always listening to um podcasts about the stuff you're into as well. I mean yeah. I as a weird side thing, podcasts I think are definitely one of your special interests. Yeah, that's like yeah. we wouldn't be doing this podcast if it wasn't for you. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be doing this at all. I'd be just sticking to blogging, which is what I've always done, uh, because that's I'm familiar with that. So, like, and you've told me that you've listened to, you were talking about, like, one particular podcast that you've been listening to since it started, and when it started was seven years ago, and you've listened to it every week for seven years. Yeah, and um, I, like, every week for those seven years, it's just been... I know it comes up at 12 o'clock on a Friday, so by one o'clock on a Friday, I'll be listening to it. Yeah. And, and it, that is kind of my thing. And, like, say if you haven't listened to it by Saturday, like, how does it make you feel about it? I'm just, I'm just on edge. Like, I <laughs> want to listen to it. I want to know what these people have to say. And, like, yeah, that is probably a special interest sort of thing. Because... Just just the way you think about it, I think, is different to an NT person. Yeah, but, like, for you, what does it do? So, like, say you can't listen to... Well, not can't do something, but, like, where do you think this... Why they're there? Why do you think... Because I, I think it is a common one. Like, even though I said not everybody... There's no two people with Asperger's that have the same thing. Special interests and, like, obsessions with certain things is something that everybody does. So everybody I've ever met that's autistic or on the spectrum... They've all got it. They've all got this one thing that's their obsessive. It's all they think about for some period of time and then just drop it. Like, I was talking to, I said, like, the guy with the Skylanders. Um, there was a guy recently that I discovered had a thing for just Apple products uh, and then changed his mind and decided that, oh, wait, no, I don't want Apple products. I'm all about Android now. So just sold, like, his iMac, his phone, like, everything <laughs> that he'd spent thousands of pounds on and just re-bought everything again, but in Android. So we all do it, but, like, why do you think that it's something we do? Like, because I understand, like, it's all right talking about the the symptoms of it or the outcome of what becomes of it, but, like, do you have any, like, understanding as to why people with Asperger's do this well i think so part of it i think is to do with kind of how you started the episode when i said special interest was going to be the topic and you said is that not similar to obsessive thoughts i think part of it is it's almost it is an obsessive thought that becomes or turns into a special interest so i think it's partly to do with that and i think another part of it is um just like the routine so I don't mind thinking about the same thing again and again and again. I don't get bored. And it's like we, like there's that TV show that we watch that we'll just watch on repeat. And I don't think we get bored or think like that's too much now. And I think like it might be something to do with that. It becomes a routine and I don't really like change. Yeah. So I like, I like things to be done on repeat. Like I like the same thing to happen again and again. I would like, like, you know, when people talk about like, I want to be more spontaneous and I want to just wake up and go wherever the wind takes me. I don't like the idea of that. So my ideal would be to go up at the same time every day, to go to bed at the same time every day, to eat breakfast, lunch and dinner at the same time every day and just have all of my days be the same. So you think the obsessive thoughts are a way... It's like a security blanket or... Yeah. It's the, the thing that... It becomes your routine and what you do. Yeah. Um, it's just, 
you've made it an interest and then your brain has got bored of it but needs a new one. Because there's never not one. Yeah. It's just they change... So, so you've always got like the, the the big one that's always there all the time, like like you said, the horror and politics for me. Yeah. Uh, the nutrition, food thing with you, and then you've got ones that you chop and change throughout the thing. And it, yeah, it could just be like you said, like a coping mechanism for people with Asperger's to maybe the focusing on something that you're really interested in is distracting you from could be like from like anxiety or stress or worry because when I'm doing the thing that's my special interest or obsession for that time yeah I don't think about the other things that might bother me like I said when I used to if I came home like weird like my ex-girlfriend would put a horror film on and sit me in front of it and I'd calm down so maybe that's what it is yeah special interests are part of your routine like I imagine there's a there's times of the day where you commit um time to solely whatever the interest is yeah uh, and then it's it's a distraction from the things that are stressing you out with your life at the moment. And it might be that the more stressed you are and the more anxious you are, that you think about the thing more than you normally do. Yeah, I think, like, I notice it if I'm... So, like, if I'm revising, um, I will just tend to go into watching a video on, like, nutrition or something because... I think that's kind of what you're saying. So, like, if you're trying to focus on something else or, like, it's stressful, that's kind of just, like, my default, I guess, yeah, like, my comfort blanket, my something that's going to calm me down. And, like, I do sometimes feel like I've got to drag myself away from it to actually do stuff. Yeah, like, I mean, I everyone... So absorbed. Everyone procrastinates. Like, yeah. in general, you always hear people moaning about how they're supposed to be, like, cleaning their house yeah. or something. Um, but then they got distracted by everything else. Um, and it could be the same. It, it could be that people with Asperger's need the special interest because it like distracts them from from something else. I think that might be like it could be down to why relationships don't work for people with Asperger's that well as well. Because like not family relationships and that is like love interest, like yeah. boyfriend girlfriend. Because it might be that they're obsessed and have like a obsession with that person, and then. It goes. It goes. Like, yeah. they, they change their mind on that person and the, the thing they were into has disappeared. Like, I think when people go, oh, yeah, he's so, like, intense and, like, he's so into me and so like that, it could be a case of that they are... I mean, it's never happened with me. No one's ever said that about me, but I have heard other people say that when in a relationship with someone that had Asperger's, at the start of the relationship, they were, like, there all the time, ringing them all the time, text them all the time. Yeah. Constantly talking to them, constantly, like with them and then just one day they just became massively distant and didn't mention talk to them do whatever and it could just be that that's yeah they have like an obsession with people like a lot of i know a guy who's got asperger's who says that he can't make relationships work and they only ever last a couple of months but he's always in them so like his thing might just be doing that and then once he's done all he can with that person he moves on to the next one and that's what he does because um he, that's his interest. His interest is relationships, but yeah. he likes to change who he's with because there's nothing new he thinks he can learn after that period and then moves on to the next one. And that's like one that I can understand because when you meet someone new, they're just there's loads to learn. So I can see that you would be really excited about learning all this new stuff because that's what it is. Like a special interest, um, 
not all the time, but a lot of it is just learning new things about that and like gathering like as much information to do with it as possible. So I can see why with people, there's loads to learn. And then, yeah, I can imagine that once you've gathered all the information. I find it stressful when you make your interest something that you collect. So say it's something you collect and it's limited to how many things you've got. Have you ever had a special interest where you had to either learn, you wanted to learn everything about it or collect everything about it? Yeah. And then have managed to complete it? Yeah. Before your, like, mindset has decided it was done with it? Yeah. It feels awful. Like, you feel, like, really lost and, like, anxious and that kind of thing. I can't what it was, but I had something where I wanted to get all of something and that was my special interest. And I was really into it and then... Did. I've actually had that with computer games, actually. So sometimes I get obsessed with a computer game. So I get a computer game when computer games are my thing. Yeah. And I'd be only into that one game. And I would play that game for any chance I got to play that game, I would play that game. And sometimes I was playing it till like four in the morning. <laughs> or like if I woke up in the morning at like early at like six, I was on it before yeah. work. And I'd made time for me to play it. But then like because of how much time I was putting into it, I finished it. And I finished it before I was supposed to finish it. Like before my, I decided to give up on it and just, there was like a weird sense of like loss yeah. and like bewilderment that I didn't know what to do with myself anymore. And I felt like I suddenly had all this free time that I couldn't do anything with. And I'm like randomly trying like new games. So I was taking, buying like eight or nine games and trying to find them to find try the and, same. to try and like fill that gap yeah. that I just made and none of them were the same. And then I tried restarting the game again. Um, but that wasn't the same, and I was yes. like, oh, what am I going to do? And that. it took ages for that to pass, like, for that kind of thing. Yeah, for me, collecting, like, ages ago, Sainsbury's sold, I think it was during the World Cup, they sold little gold, like, um, heads of the England football team, and I had a weird thing for collecting them, because you didn't know which one you were going to get, it was like a mystery pack, like what you had with Lego. Mm. And I had an obsession with collecting all of those. I think like David Beckham was really hard to get and like, oh, it took me ages, it took me ages to get him. But, and I've also got, like I collect snow globes from different countries. Mm. And whenever I hear of someone going abroad, like even if it's someone I don't really know, I always want to ask them to get me a snow globe that says, it just needs to say somewhere on it that it, what country it's from. But I can't, you can't just ask like a random person to get you a snow globe, but that's like a, yeah. a I mean, thing then, I have. I get on edge if I hear that someone's going abroad and I can't ask them. Like if it's a member of my family, obviously I'll just say, but like if it's just someone like a loose tie, I always really like feel deep, like a real need to get that snow globe, but I can't ask and I still have it now, even though my snow globes are back at my parents' house um, and like I don't have... I'm not very sentimental because so my parents were talking about the stuff that was in my old bedroom and I just told them to chuck it. But then my head just went, but not the snow globes because <laughs> yeah. that's like my one thing that... Yeah, I mean, that's that's what I mean. Like, it's the, the obsession thing is a weird, weird one. Like, for everybody else, they do it as like a sense of enjoyment and something that they like to pass the time with and something that they... Like, it relaxes them or yeah. calms them. Like, it's one thing that I'm always asked, like... How do you relax? Like, do you relax with, you know, like a hobby or an interest or that kind of thing? But I don't see the way we see that kind of thing as it can be relaxing, sure. And like it can, <laughs> it can like sort of calm you down a little bit. But then 
for us there's that other side of it that it can also be more stressful than anything else going yeah like it's bizarre so like you can't just use it as a as a thing and it's like when people say what is your interest and like that'll help you with a job or that kind of thing like because it's so intense and so like fleeting like if i did make my job related to my interests like what if i changed my mind like what if i did that job and then my the interest goes it goes and then like this is what i'm doing now i just get fired because i'd start being like i don't care and that kind of thing so i feel like it's not a good idea to pick something that i have to do day in day out like for like money or something like that to be something that i'm actually interested in yeah because it could be dangerous for me for to do it that way um which i don't think that's an nt thing at all i don't think like doing something you love is is something that's good but i'm like that's what i like now but that will change. It will change, And yeah. eventually I won't care anymore and then I'm stuck doing it. And also, like, I think it would be difficult for the people that you work with because it, while it was still, like, a special interest, it would be all I wanted to talk about. And I imagine they'd be like, this is, you know, like, we work here. We don't also want to just talk exclusively about this, whereas I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to talk about anything else. Like, mm. So I imagine... Yeah, that's the different, like, I suppose, extreme level of having interest and like i said i don't really class them as like interest or special interest i think they just we just get obsessions or obsessed with a particular thing for a bit and then we've got ones that are long-term obsessions it's just uh i think it's just i I think it's an interesting topic because it is a common trait of asperger's i'm pretty sure the most common traits that i've read about i don't think i've come across now that i think about it someone that was on the spectrum that didn't have one yeah that didn't have something that was can be like all-consuming in that sense like i said like when you said to me i think you've got asperger's and i started looking it up and it was one of the things that just constantly came up in like symptoms of asperger's and i just thought no i don't have that but as soon as you said no you do like this is one of yours i just kind of thought about it and thought yeah like that is what i do so i think even if you don't realize that you've got one like if you're autistic, you probably do. If you're on the spectrum, yeah, I think yeah, I think you're right. I think I think everybody does. does. I don't think I've come across. It'd be interesting to find some of the Asperger's that didn't have one, yeah, uh, or didn't do that from time to time. I think everybody's done it, um, and I think it falls into the like I said, the obsessive thoughts as well. Like they can become like when we're talking about like terrorism and like climate change and that kind of thing. I think that in itself becomes a special interest, just a bad one to have, but you can't stop yourself from needing to think about it. Yeah. So I think they are linked to obsessive thoughts. I think like... Special interests tend to be nicer though. Yeah. Special interests are kind of like obsessive thoughts that... You've chosen. That you've chosen, yeah. Whereas obsessive thoughts, you can have obsessive thoughts that aren't a special interest. They're just a thing you can't shake from your head. Yeah. Someone put the the seed of an idea in your head and you've ignored it but it went in and yeah. then before you know it it's getting massive and massive until it's the everything yeah um and the obsessive thoughts i found always overtake special interest so if i have oh, yeah, if definitely. i have a special interest the obsessive thought definitely becomes the stronger of the two if i've got both on at the same time and then i forget what my interest was because i'm too busy thinking about the same thing over and over again yeah, yeah that's a good one uh you don't really like so proud of <laughs> Like, I had to think of the last one, which, you know, I didn't want to break the formula, but you made me. I did it, didn't I? Did no, you? No, the uh, obsessive thought thing was my thing. I didn't want to do obsessive thoughts and 
rumination and that kind of thing. I specifically said in the one previous to that, that's not what we're doing next, but that's what we had to do next because that's the only one I could think of at that point. It's all right. I've already got one planned for next time. So don't, don't worry. All right, then. Well, then I will look forward to the next one. Bye. <laughs>